thank you very much for joining me today, uh, Jeff Torres on the Mighty Dragon podcast. Yes. Um, Jeff Torres, actor, producer, and stunts. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah I do some. I do uh, do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, most recently, I guess you can add editor to that and editor? writer. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! You're so you're expanding into everything. Yes, you know it's it, well. You know it's kind of cool. It's cool to know the maximum amount of stuff when you're creating anything. You know, it, it helps you. Yeah. Like if you learn more about one thing, it helps you learn about everything else, and vice versa. So you know, you just yeah, it's good. Okay, I, what what are you writing? Is it books or is it screen like? Screen well, oh, it's just screen stuff. Uh, so the, the I did a short film during quarantine that we're going to talk about called yeah. Once. So I wrote that and then I directed it and edited and did all that stuff. Uh, but I'm actually working on a couple of feature films with uh, writer friends of mine. Oh, wonderful. Okay, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get on to all of that. So I wanted to ask you, first of all, now we're in October, the Halloween season has started. Yeah. House of Demons. Um, could you tell me more about that movie and what attracted you to play that, your character? In uh, yeah, so I play a character named Matthew in that um, House of Demons. Uh, it is a, it's like a psychological horror thriller yeah. Um, and I think uh, when I got the audition, I read the, the you know, they give you a couple scenes that you can read over. And I think I think they gave me the whole script. I can't remember it for the first audition. I had the whole script. But even just reading my character's like scene, uh, I, I felt connected, yeah. you know, and sometimes it's not always like, oh, when you're in projects, a lot of times or when you're deciding on what projects you want to do sometimes it's like, oh, this is, everything about this is fantastic, or uh, I really want to play this character. And sometimes there's a sense of, of, oh, I can play this character, and I think I have a strong connection here for some reason, and I need right. to explore that. And I think with yeah. this one, when I read read, read my uh, my scenes, I felt this weird connection, and I, I felt like an obligation to be like, I want to do this. And I knew some of the other actors and, and, and people involved. So it ended up being a really awesome experience. Yeah. And then once I read the whole script, I was like, oh, this is a really awesome, uh, uh, an out there uh, horror kind of film, you know? Yeah. Like kind of genre bending almost a little bit. It's a little, it gets a, it's a little out there. And I loved that about it. So that's kind of what drew me to it. And how do you, sorry, this is an extra question on top of that. How do you prepare for horror? Is it something that's quite different from how you normally prepare? You know, it's funny because the scenes that I was doing for the audition and, and, and I mean, and, and even for the, the script, I think, uh, yeah, as an actor, I, I, I think that you have to have a, an, an awareness of tone. There is a different tone to everything. And I, I would say horror is like a, is kind of theatrical in its own way. It has like an elevated sense, like uh, as opposed to a lot of other film. And I yeah. think that you you have to ground it because if you're not grounded, if it's not like coming from a really honest place, then it, it comes off campy and cheesy. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's like if that's the if that's the genre. If you're doing like campy horror or something, then that's yeah. but this one felt more like a drama. So we yes. played it from the dr dramatic sense first, and then from there we went and then did uh, kind of the added layer of now adding supernatural elements, and, but keeping it in a real place. So that that's that was really fun. Okay, for sure, I'll, I'll definitely be reviewing it on my blog for over Halloween. So I'll, I'll send you a copy of what I yeah. said about it. I can't that's wait great. to watch it. 
Um, as Halloween approaches, what will you be watching yourself? Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I horror movies kind of really scared the crap out of me as a kid. Uh, <laughs> so you know, I, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna watch uh, Friday the Thirteenth again. I haven't seen that yeah. in a long time. Uh, and and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is the one that I'm actually most. I, I'm I'm gonna check that out again because I remember that movie scaring me, but then I saw it later as an adult and remember being like, this is a really good film. Yeah, like, okay. A really well-made film. And I really, like, I, I like that movie a lot. When I saw it again, I enjoyed it. I want to re-watch that. Um, the, I mean, I'm more into the, like, uh, I guess there's sci-fi, like, monster horror movies. Yeah. So the, the Thing is, like, one of my favorite movies. Like, yeah. that, The Thing is fantastic. The original uh, John Carpenter with, uh, with um, Kurt Russell. Yeah. That movie fantastic um what's another one that i really leviathan you know so they're a little weird they're like a little like more kind of sci-fi even alien it's yeah. like that border borderline horror like sci-fi but I, I i love those movies those are those are like really kind of cool like mystery there's a lot a lot of other elements going on so i like them a lot I, th I think for me, the defining shot in Alien was when John Hurt was laying there and the thing just shot out of him. Oh, my God. And and really, we hadn't seen anything like that before on screen, or I hadn't. No, but... no. And, it's, it, and, it, and again, because that movie is like a drama. It's like grounded in like a real, these people are just like scientists on a thing. And, it, and then yeah. that happens and they're suddenly like, holy crap. Like, yeah, yeah I, I love that. I love the, the way they do that. Um, yeah. so watching those and then there was this <laughs> there's this Disney thing I used to watch as a kid I mean Hocus Pocus I'll probably watch because I love that <laughs> but, but uh, there was this uh, thing that there's like a, uh, a series of like short films a compilation that they would do every once in a while on Disney Channel it was like a bunch of horror like, they weren't horror but they were like uh, just like Halloween themed like things and they, they, they would take uh, an extra yeah. from, um, from Fantasia yeah like, um, Night on Bald Mountain or whatever it's called that with the big demon thing. Yeah. Oh man, I just love that. Is yeah, so I'll, I'll probably check out some of that stuff. Wow, that's really cool. Um, I, you touched upon your short film uh, once. Can you tell me how that was created? Because it came out of lockdown, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, tell me so about it. A friend of mine, Whitney Moore, uh, she's an amazing. She's actually in House of Demons. She played opposite me and she's fantastic. And I've known her for years. And and when the pandemic happened, she we have a, a like an artistic group of friends and she sent out an email and was like, hey, I want to do like a, a, a in-house private film festival mm -hmm. so that we're doing something creative even though we can't do anything outside. Yeah. And she assigned each of us a letter of the alphabet and the letter O. And so I had started formulating an idea for a short and I, it's weird because I had an idea of something I wanted to do. And then I started editing footage that I had from my life and I edited it into like this little thing, uh, like a little montage. And then I wrote this short film around that. And that's okay. kind of what happened. And I was like in lockdown and I was feeling, I think like everyone we're on our phone all day and we're trying to do stuff, but you know, we're like, we're gonna read all the books. We're gonna we're gonna write seventeen novels, and it's just like, nah. When you're forced to be locked indoors, it's yeah. really weirdly oppressive. It's not like it's not playtime because there's a disease outside killing people. So you're like, this isn't fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think that affects your mind too, and your mind starts kind of closing in on itself. And yeah, I just wanted to write something about that, about like that feeling. And okay. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. 
do you think like short films give you more creative license in a way with a, say than a longer piece yeah i think so and i i think the reason for that is because of I think, and not to say that you can't make a feature film for a, 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 a small amount of money, but I made this for no money. This right. is a zero, a zero budget thing that I made in my house. And I had control of every aspect for that reason. I wasn't beholden to anyone being like, it should be like this. It was like, I had a very clear image in my head of what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. And because I had to do it by myself, I edited it and I was writing it and I was acting in it and I was directing it and I was shooting it on my camera. So it was one of those things where I had complete creative control. And that feeling I think is incredibly rare. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is a really good feeling and there's there's more creativity in that sense. And, and I think sometimes that's good. And I think sometimes that's maybe not good because I think it's a creative medium and it's a collaborative medium. Right. So I think that's something that we have to kind of you know, it was fun for what it was, and I would like to do more of that, but I definitely would like to now expand into creating with other people in the, in the same kind of capacity. Okay. And would you say if, take us out of a lockdown pandemic situation, if you wrote once in a normal, well, whatever normal was, I can't remember, in a normal world, yeah. do you think it would have come out the same or something completely different? Would your, would your mind have been somewhere else? No, you know, it's funny. I, I gotta just be honest, I don't think I would have made it. I don't think it would have happened. In the other timeline where this didn't happen, yeah, I would have just thought about it forever and then never really made it. And, and right. there's something, you know, and not to say, I mean, it's weird to have a silver lining in such a weird, terrible time right now, yeah. but, but that was something that I think is like a pressure cooker, you know, like that, that pressure of feeling, uh, 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 not having another artistic outlet is a thing. Because I was involved in a lot of theater companies, I was involved in a lot of reading groups for for different uh, writing groups and stuff like that. And you know, I was auditioning all the time, and I was filming things, and and you know, so I think not having all of those outlets, I had to put it somewhere, and I ended up yeah. putting it in the short. So I think even if I had made it outside, I don't think it would have had the same uh, level of depth. Right. I think you know. So I, um, yeah. Okay, but thank you for answering that. When I, when I read that you'd written it in lockdown, I just would like to see at the end of the year, all of the projects that people have done in lockdown, just see how dark they are or are they yeah. looking for something light and comedy? You know, it, it's just yeah. be really interesting, I think, at the end of the year. Um, you touched on your theatre um, background, um, both acting and directing. Um, do, is this a passion of yours, theatre? Is this something that you'll always go back to do? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, theatre, I mean, they say like uh, theatre is a, an actor's medium. That's what they, that's what they describe it yeah. as. Because, yeah, once you're, once you're on stage mm. or right now, I mean, on stage is uh, technically, um, I guess, in front of the camera. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That, you know, yeah. Uh, whatever. yeah, on stage now or what, what live means and what all these things mean is a little bit different. So once, once the train leaves the station, when you're doing theater, uh, you are kind of in charge of it. You know, you, you take every, all the notes that you got and all the, the, the rehearsals and stuff and you kind of implement it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was surprised how well uh, theater uh, translates to, uh, to doing it. You know, we did a show, yeah. uh, a short play festival, you know, um, and I've done a couple of readings and it translates surprisingly well. It's weird. And it's yeah. weird because I've done 
you know, I do auditions for t TV and film stuff and that has a very d distinct feeling. And then when I do the Zoom stuff for whatever reason in a, and in my brain acknowledges theater, something, so I don't know what it is. I, I couldn't really describe what that is, but there is a different sense of it. And, and I, I, it made me really happy that I was like, oh, okay, we're not, we're not shrinking theater into film. We're just kind of using this medium to still have that like larger than life feeling somehow. I don't know, it's interesting. Just a different connection to the audience, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you spoke about the, the virtual play festival. Hopefully I got this right, about the Company of Angels. Could you yes. tell us about that, please? Yeah, so so Company of Angels uh, is a company that I'm involved with. They're, they're uh, the longest running uh, not-for-profit theater in Los Angeles. They've been around since forever. I think Leonard Nimoy was one of the founding members. Oh, of wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's a, you know, he was a part of it at some point. Like, it, it's got a really rich history and it, it's, a, it's got a new location, but we don't, we, we're not using the actual physical space right now. It's just it's yes. all, it's all online. Uh, and there's like a really great, uh, diverse group of humans telling all kinds of diverse stories. So this thing kind of came from, you know, the, the George Floyd tragedy and then all the protests yes. that ensued. And because of that, um, we were like, we have to do something and we, we wanted to create art in response to that. And so we had a prompt that was uh, what's going on based on the Marvin Gaye song. And so essentially yeah. they, they gave writers like, hey, write a five minute play about what's happening right now in the world or something, something, you know, something that has is relatable to now, whether it's the virus situation, quarantine, whether it's this, whether it's mm -hmm. work, whatever it was. And uh, yeah, we had like a, a, a good variety of, of, of different plays. But the cool thing was I got to direct and I got to act, which is something, yes. you know, I've, I've directed before. I've directed some theater before. Um, and uh, it was really interesting, again, to direct via this medium. I couldn't, you know, because you're 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 doing this, you know, you really are still in a box, yeah. uh, and it was interesting to see how my actors adapted to that, and I I had a really good time doing that. It was awesome. It was really cool. Fantastic. It sounds really interesting. Um, just gonna wrap up this conversation, Ria. I just wanted to know how we get to see one and how we get to see House of Demons. Uh... Okay, so uh, House of Demons is actually on Amazon Prime. If you have right. an Amazon Prime description, yes. it's like free with the with the membership, so you can just watch it. Oh, wonderful. It. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have it, I think you can still stream it anyway. I think it's yeah. probably on um, iTunes and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, cool. But yes, yeah, if you have Amazon, that's where you would watch it. And then uh, once my short film, it's on my Instagram. I put it on my IGTV. So uh, my Instagram is at I am Jeff Torres, and that's okay. my Twitter handle also. But you can see yeah. it there. And at, in my profile, there's a link to the YouTube uh, to the YouTube link also. Great. So if you oh, watch it on your phone, it's going to be kind of meta. But if you watch it on your screen, it'll be a little less okay. on your laptop or, or computer or whatever. You can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. No problem. I'll make sure I tag that in so we can all find it in, in my blog. So um, just finally, yeah. <laughs> What's coming up next for you? You know, like I said, I'm, I'm working on some writing stuff. And now that I kind of created a thing, my brain is kind of thinking about what to create next. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm, 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 I've been auditioning for stuff here and there. I started doing improv with a theater company, uh, uh, with Company of Angels, we're doing improv again. Yeah. Then uh, I'm doing a stage reading, you know, of, of a, 
a Marlon Brando play that uh, uh, oh wow I'm in a, yeah I'm in an acting class and a student there wrote a play about Marlon Brando oh um, interesting a really interesting piece so we're, I'm doing a, a stage reading of that later in the month wow. um, I'm not I'm actually not sure if it's just for the writing groups or if it's like open to audiences I'm not a hundred percent sure yeah uh, I'm doing that and then yeah I'm going to continue uh writing and working on these feature films and start trying to create yeah. my own work really I mean yeah Oh, fantastic. May I wish you all the best with everything you've got on. Sounds like you're a very busy man, so, and very successful too. So thank you, Jeff, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I really, this is great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No problem. Well, goodbye from England and enjoy your day over in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs>